Hello, my name is Paul Harvey and I am a midlife coach and you are listening to a life, passion and business shortcast. Now over the last few years I have spoken to hundreds of people and I've discovered that our story is everything because what we do, feel or experience is based on the stories that we tell ourselves. This shortcast is a bite-sized episode to explore the ingredients of a good life. We bring out the thoughts, tips and tools so you can try them on for size. So let's explore and see what is possible. Hello and welcome to A Reflection. So when was the last time you witnessed or experienced a shift? So what do I mean by a shift? Well, I think it's something that is very hard to put into words, but it's best described by the quote, life is not measured by the number of breaths that you take, but by the moments that take your breath away. I thought that quote was actually by Audrey Hepburn, and it has been attributed to lots of people, but I just discovered it was originally in a book in 1939 by a lady called Vicky Corona. But back to the quote itself, and this idea that moments to take our breath away. A shift is one of those threads, those moments in time, that gives everything meaning, and they open the door to the next opportunity. So as you may be aware, my wife and I, well, my family decamped south over the last few weeks. Initially, my son and I went off to do some tourist things in London, and we spoke about that last week. And then we went on to my wife's ordination, which was happening in Milton Keynes. Now, I've spoken about my wife's health several times on this this podcast, but to give you a kind of potted history of her, her journey... Five years ago, she was struggling at work with stress and with difficulty concentrating and various things going on. And it took a while to get to the bottom of it. But three years ago, we got a confirmed diagnosis that her problems were down to Parkinson's disease. It was not a shock. There was something obviously wrong. And having a label for the problems was really reassuring because it meant that we could get the treatment she needed. It meant that we could work on the problem rather than fear the unknown. And gosh, some of the unknowns that we were facing were kind of like, you don't want to go there. So in an event, having this diagnosis absolutely opened the door to possibility. But even with that diagnosis, I cannot pretend it's been an easy journey for either of us. Uh, But, you know, life goes on and you learn to cope with it. You learn to, to do things. So together, we worked it out. And of course, the universe always has a way of delivering. So Cheryl had to find a new meaning outside of a daily job. She could no longer work, didn't have the energy or the strength or the the ability to do a normal nine-to-five job, particularly in the administration world where she came from. And eventually, after many different things, she found the One Spirit Ministerial Training. Now, the One Spirit organisation is about this idea that at the core of every single faith... There is the same thing. There is love, there's compassion, there is something at the middle of all faiths, regardless of where they come from. There's always the same thing at the middle of it. And the idea of being a one, an interfaith minister is that you have the capacity to hold people in whatever the faith that they're choosing and to be with them in that place. And so Cheryl enrolled for this two-year training and it's an exploration of your spirituality and faith how that lands within you and it's about doing the deep work on yourself it's about accepting the past trauma and exploring those past traumas it's about accepting the current situation and about living and being and 
I guess in other words, accepting again your own mortality. And it has been such a privilege to watch her and witness this journey and transformation that she has been on. I can't say it's been an easy journey for either of us, but it has been a journey. So now we were on our road, on the road to ordination, and there was no guarantee she would ever get to this stage. There was no, there was absolutely no guarantee at all. So there was always that possibility that ordination would not happen. But there we was, we found ourselves in this little tiny theatre in Milton Keynes with 30 plus ordinands making a public declaration of their vows in front of family and friends. It was a beautiful space, a beautiful ceremony, which they had created themselves. And it was deeply moving, all around love and compassion. It was an opportunity for these people to be recognised and seen for who they are, for where they have come from, and and what they might become, what they might do. It was their moment of shift and a total joy to behold. It had the sense of a wedding, but with a difference. And it's quite hard to describe what I mean by that. I mean, I think there's this wedding is about a potential of a couple. And I think ordination of a minister is the same thing about potential of these people have discovered something about themselves. And with that, they can take that forward and help other people discover something similar or just hold people in the place they need to be held. So what does that mean, holding someone? It's very similar to coaching, to be really honest. It's about being with someone, hearing them, witnessing them, reflecting back what they're saying, and being getting helping them get clear about who they are, where they are, and what they are. And this process, this ministerial process, has been amazing to watch. But, you know, it was a shift. That's the point. It was a turning point for her. Throughout this time, so many opportunities and things have come forward, you know, ideas for where she could take this. It's clearly the Parkinson's is a limitation in terms of how she can present. It's unlikely she will do um, services like weddings and things. But with the condition that she has and with the ability for deep listening that she has, I could see her working for people who are in a similar position or who are facing similar positions. You see, and it's given her the confidence to be able to say she can do this. And she is, and she's still stepping into that place. That's the point. She was, and and like everything else, we all have to step into that next position. But it it is the turning point, and that's the point. It is the shift. So how do we find the shift for ourselves? How do we, each of us, find our shift? I mean, this was a two-year journey, and I, I would say... A big shift is never something that comes about easily or quickly. It is something that we have to work on. I remember listening to a coach some years ago talking about her her coaching business that she created. She was saying it took her two years to start her coaching business because she had to change. She had to learn the mindset that she that it would require to be the person that she wanted to be. She had to learn the mindset and then discover how to feel in that way so that she can she had man could manufacture the mindset that she needed to get there it's a coaching trick it's a coaching tool but it, it it does take effort to keep reminding yourself that we are there and that's the shift that she had to, had to do to get there so how do you find this for yourself how do we get towards our own shift my shift recently, because I, I had an age transition, as you know, I became 60 a few weeks ago. And for me, I did a lot of preparation for that transition in terms of I 
was thinking about it for a while and I almost chose to do that Team Ultra on my last weekend of 59 as a kind of marker point moving forward. And it's so hard to put this stuff into words sometimes. Sometimes it really is hard, but I felt different having come out of that weekend and it was a shift for me. The same with going through my 60th birthday. It was a shift for me. Now, I, 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 we could say these are just these are just mind games. And I guess on some level they are. But it's it's when we give them importance. So, you know, for the ordinance, for example, the ceremony, the witnessing of the ceremony, the people coming for this event. It's about giving it meaning. They gave it meaning and people turning up gave it meaning. A wedding is the same thing. People turn up for a wedding to give it meaning. But that is the point. It's how you can give something meaning. So if you're looking for a shift, it's going to take some work. It's going to take some mindset work. It's going to take some envisioning into where you want to be and what what you want it to look like. And then it's going to take some constant repetition of that vision in order to get there. I was talking to a friend recently, um, a friend and colleague actually, um, about this this idea of the law of attraction says, you know, come up with a, a workable vision for where you want to go and really believe and live that vision. And it's the same thing as writing a business plan. When we write a business plan to get funding, what we're doing is we're, we're trying to give someone the vision of how this business is going to operate so they can feel happy and satisfied to give you the money for it. Exactly the same thing. And so many people take their business plan and stick it in the drawer afterwards. They don't work with the vision afterwards. So I think that's it for me today, I think. It's, an, it's enough, really. I think that's the point. Really, really envision what you want. I say this all the time. It's about creating the story that takes your life forward. Because when we live, breathe and envisage the story and live in the story, then we make it a reality. And of course, there will be changes. The plot will shift a bit. But the point about it is the trajectory will always be the same to the place you want to go to. I'll be back on Wednesday with a new season of shows and we're talking about leadership. This is all about different aspects of leadership. So over the next few weeks, we will have different conversations from people talking about leadership. So if you're not subscribed already, make sure you hit that subscribe bell. Then you will get notification that this show's coming out. I think that's it for me for this week. So if you are inspired by this conversation, please do check out the other podcasts because there are loads on the uh, website, lifepassionbusiness.com. You can also find it on the podcast um, app of your choosing because that's where you are. And while you're there, do give us some stars and and a bit of approval because we love those sort of things. Now, this is the point. I would love to share this podcast with more people. So if you found this useful, do please make sure you share it with someone because that's how people like yourself find good podcasts when people recommend them. And I know how difficult it is to get people to, you know, to come to podcasts. They have to discover them somehow and they will never discover them unless someone tells them about them. That's how it all works. And as always, thank you so much for your time and attention. I will catch you next time.